We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. McPherson checking in, your nighttime host. Didn't take the whole week off. I don't have any kids yet. I'm good. I'm ready to rock. You got to call me up. We got some things to talk about. Last time I was on, Thursday night football was on. We don't have to mention the guy that started that game. Chris Streveler will not be starting the next game. Mike White is back. Start the Mike White hype right back up again. (laughs) We'll talk about the Jets. We'll talk about the Giants. There's your 300-yard passing performance from Daniel Jones. Now they got to win and be in. Colts coming to town. I mean, the NFL this weekend, I I enjoyed it a lot. Hopefully you had a good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year on deck. But having the NFL on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I I enjoyed it. It was good. Background noise. I'm not a big Christmas music guy. My mom listens to the same Christmas albums, a very special Christmas, one and two. I I can't keep playing them. I grew up listening to them. So having some background NFL noise and uh, being able to lock in on the games and turn the volume up when I really wanted to see what was happening was fun. And there was a good slate of games. And uh, I'm glad that the Jets embarrassed themselves before Christmas. Jets fans were able to enjoy Christmas and put that to the side. And they got a Christmas gift. The Dolphins lose. And uh, with three interceptions, you know, Tua wasn't right. I don't know what the future holds for Tua, but the Dolphins, they're coming up in two weeks for the Jets. The Jets get a gift. Merry Christmas. You're still in it. Man, I thought the Jets were cooked weeks ago. I'm like, pack it up next year. Breeze Hall, it's going to look a lot better. This whole year was wasted on that guy, number two, that you picked number two. But no, they're still alive. Mike White is cleared. Come on, Mike. This is it, Mike. Go win two games. They can beat Seattle. Even though Pete Carroll and Geno Smith will be looking for revenge, they can beat them and the 12th man out there in Washington. When asked about the matchup, Pete Carroll said, I don't know if he gets up any more than I do talking about Geno Smith. He says, I was there for a while, too. They sent me packing. Geno and I, we might ride this one out together. The Jamal Adams Bowl. Thank you, Jamal Adams, for the picks. The Jets were able to turn them into some star players. But, yeah, the story of this season is that one pick, man, that top pick, that number two pick, 
felt like a funeral Thursday night. Jets dressed in all black, rain, offense was completely dead. And you get uh, Tim Tebow in there, and they're moving the ball. I said, that's it. There's no coming back from, from this. You put a journeyman CFL quarterback in, and he's able to get something going. Yeah, that's all she wrote. So hopefully you won't call me up with that tonight. I feel like we spent a ton of time talking about ZW. I tried not to call him a BUST, but might be it for this season. And I hope that's it for the conversation on the fan. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. Let's talk about the Giants. I know they came up short. They had that early game on Christmas Eve, and it was a thriller. I think C-Mac and I talked on Thursday Night Live, and we said if there was a week where Daniel Jones could throw for 300 yards, it would be against this Viking secondary, and he did. Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, making those guys look like top-drafted receivers. And obviously, Saquon showed up. The defense was there, but not enough. Late in the game, it's tied, and they played right into the Vikings' hands. In that football palace, U.S. Bank uh, Stadium in Minnesota, Greg Joseph, he's money in there. And the Vikings win those close games. That's their M.O. all season, so you knew it was coming. And 61-yarder for Greg Joseph. That guy runs around and celebrates his career long. Four seconds left on the clock. That was a tough loss, but the Giants are fine. The Giants are fine. Some other losses helped them, and now you got the Colts, right? Nick Foles and the Colts you saw on Monday Night Football last night. No one should be afraid of them. Zach Moss is their running back now. Jonathan Taylor's done for the year. They're cooked. They know they're cooked. The whole team is done. So the Giants now get to host a late December football game. That means something. They can clinch and be in. And uh, who would have thought we would be looking at 2023 with the Jets and the Giants still being alive at this point? After Christmas, the Jets and the Giants are still alive. And excuse me, that game is actually Sunday, January 1st. So January football, the Giants can win. And I mean, if I'm a Giants fan, which I'm not, but if I'm a Giants fan, I'm going to that party. Maybe a little hungover on New Year's Day, but so what? You have a couple beers in the parking lot, you turn up, and you celebrate year one of the Joe Shane and Brian Dable era erasing the the drought since you just heard Greg mention the drought from the, the boat party. And the Jets potentially could end their drought too. The NFL is crazy. The storylines just keep coming. Don't look now, but uh, week 17 starts in two days. The Dallas Cowboys take on the Tennessee Titans, both playoff teams right now. And uh, Dallas is 10.5-point 10, 10 favorites, 10.5-point favorites, excuse me. Still don't trust them. Unfortunately, I've been rocking with them, and I did have a holly jolly Christmas watching them not lose to the Eagles' backup quarterback. But I just fear something's going to happen down the, down the stretch here. Either they lose one of these games or they're – one and done, or we'll see. But Jalen Hurts didn't play. He's got a shoulder. They're not sure if he's going to go against the Saints this week. Dak was able to ball out. He was 24 for 24. Again, zone coverage. I laughed because I was thinking about how, you know, the guy for the Jets can't see the defense. Dak knows what he's doing. He can see what they're doing in front of him. He can read a defense and deliver the ball. Uh, he's frustrating with the interceptions. That one interception that got ran back was pitiful, but it didn't stop him. So, I mean, the, the Cowboys go as far as Dak goes, and we'll see. 
The Denver Broncos, I thought they would go as far as Russell Wilson goes. Broncos country, let's ride. Russ is cooked, man. Talking about three interceptions. Didn't he throw three interceptions? And then he got Nathaniel Hackett fired. J.J. Watt retired. And Tom Brady's not even considering retirement. The never-ending story. Here it goes. Tom Brady. You know, you heard C-Mac talking about it, and I agreed with everything C-Mac said. Enough already. Thought this guy was going to uh, gonna retire in 2016. He's got all these extra years now. He's definitely going to play another year next year. We'll see what happens with that. But I know the biggest topic of discussion is Carlos Correa tonight. What's up with that? I need an update. I'm refreshing Twitter. I thought as I was driving in, we would get something. Uh, let me go back and ref- refresh now that I'm live. Jeff Passan. Oh, Jeff Passan just reported something. It's not on Carlos Correa. He's confirming that Nate Valdi is going to sign with. The same team that Jacob DeGrom signed with. Those World Series-bound Texas Rangers. They're building something. They got a winning culture building over there. They're looking to win. So they pick up Nathan Evaldi. I'm glad that the Yankees didn't uh, default into Nate Evaldi, a reunion with him. They went and got Carlos Rodon. All is quiet on the Yankees front. But there were some Yankees fans that were upset when Carlos Correa signed in the middle of the night. I think half of the Yankees fan base has this dream of Carlos Correa suiting up. I'm on the other side. Never wanted the guy. Never liked the guy. Not interested. And I'm definitely not interested now. This plate in his ankle. I feel like last week we didn't spend enough time talking about, hey, maybe there's more to this medical, this physical, this exam. I think we celebrated it on WFAN. You know, hella Mets fans here. We celebrated it like, oh, 2023 World Series champs, crown them. Don't even need to play 162. Start planning the parade. Steve Cohen, what a guy in the middle of the night. What was a bigger flex? It's not a flex to steal damaged goods. And right now there's a little bit of a holdup. Carlos Correa and this ankle thing, this plate that was, you know, before he started playing, if you let the used car salesman Scott Boris tell it, He's perfectly fine. He's perfectly fine. Well, here we are. There's a holdup. What's the wait now? He went from getting, I think, 13 years and 350 with the Giants. They stopped that as he is on his way to the press conference. Somebody is flagging his medicals to say you cannot give this guy a 12, 13-year deal. I heard a bunch of talk about Aaron Judge, nine years. He's going to break down. He's injury prone. Well, not like this. (laughs) Carlos Correa is a great player. I don't even want to say he's a great player. Carlos Correa is a good player, but I don't know if he's worth the risk. And now they're at the point where I feel like the longer this stretches out, they're just negotiating, right? They can't come to terms. That original deal is off the table. There's no way you can give him the 12 years for $315 million if you're the Mets. I thought he broke his back, spinal. I thought it was a back thing. So he's got a back thing. He's got an ankle thing. Father time is undefeated. He's not going to age well with these injuries. So the Mets probably took that order back or that uh, offer back. But it's Steve Cohen, right? Numbers don't scare him. He's worth $17 billion. He's the new George Steinbrenner in town. So he's still going to try and make the deal. I think both sides want each other. I think Carlos Correa wants to be in New York. He'll never be a Yankee. So he, he wants to sign with the Mets now that it actually got here. 
but the Mets can't sign him for 12 years and not that much money. They have the money, and they love doing these short-term deals, Carlos. Go ahead and prove it again. And I just think that's where we're at. Call me up with your thoughts. I guess we can continue to speculate. I guess we continue to just wait for more information. But, uh, yeah, there were some Mets fans that said I was a salty hater by saying, uh, I don't care. I, I didn't care if he signed with the Twins. I didn't care if he signed with the Giants. I wasn't interested in the guy. Signing with the Mets, great. There's your bat. Awesome. New A-Rod, Jeter, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, no, there's a little holdup here, folks. So we wait on that. We'll talk about that tonight. And we're definitely going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets tonight. What? Nobody cares about the Nets? Nobody's talking about the Nets? Yes, they are. I turned on TV this morning. Now the national media has no choice but to acknowledge the nine-game win streak, the longest win streak since the Nets have been in Brooklyn, the best run of this KD Kyrie era, and that's the thing. They want KD and Kyrie to be viewed as villains. They never love KD. He joined the Warriors. He's a cupcake. He broke up the Warriors. He came to Brooklyn. He joined team. He uh, joined forces with Kyrie. They tried to build a super team. They traded for James Harden. Kyrie's anti-vax. Kyrie's anti-Semitic. Well, you know what? All that is in the past. Jacques Vaughn has these guys listening, believing, and executing. And they're looking like one of the top teams in the NBA while Kevin Durant is rewriting the history books. He just surpassed Tim Duncan on the all-time scoring list. Kobe all-time for threes. He's not done. He's far from done. And I understand he requested a trade in the summer. And everybody, specifically you Knicks fans, wanted to run around and say, ha, ha, ha. This is a disaster. This is the, you know, worst move in the history of sports, not just basketball. Well, not so fast. Kyrie has been playing ridiculous since he's come back from his little suspension. And they have a cast of characters around them that they rolled the dice and gambled on. Ben Simmons, he's coming along. TJ Warren, he was hurt. Hadn't seen him in a while, but you know he's a bucket. He's a scorer. He's doing it. Utah Watanabe. Most of you don't know who that is. But Utah the Shooter's doing it too. Guys like Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton. You need to learn those names. It is now time to start talking about the team in Brooklyn as a potential team that can end this New York City championship drought. We'll get into it. I know the Knicks were rolling, but the Knicks cooled off. They're going to be fighting to be in the playoffs. The way it's set up right now, the Nets are third place. They just beat the Bucks. They just beat the Cavs. Celtics are on the way in less than a couple weeks. Tonight, we've got eyes on the Knicks versus Mavericks at 8.30. Capitals, Rangers just getting started now. Penguins, Islanders coming up at 7.30. And the uh, Capital One Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina also on tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. You've got me until 12 midnight. I host this show alone. Paulie is on the other side of the glass. He'll join me, but call us up. Let's talk all about it. Giants, Jets, Mets, Nets, Knicks, whatever it might be, even Yankees fans, if you if you want to call in and ask who's going to play left field, I guess we can continue that conversation. 877-337. A six, a six, and two more sixes. And I'll be right back, folks. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Your boy KM on the fan. Till midnight. Listen for as long as you can. Call me up. Would love to talk to you. Hopefully you are enjoying this little week in between Christmas and New Year's. I know some people take all the way off. Like if you have kids that are home from college, why not spend more time with them? Um, I didn't need to, honestly. I'm... I'm I don't have any kids yet, Um, but I don't feel like a kid anymore. I feel like I have defeated my parents. No, that's not the right way to put it. I have defeated my childhood. I hosted Christmas this year, my wife and I, and I feel like in the last, let's say, seven, eight years since I've been working in the city, I'm from the shore area, but I work in the city, and for a while I was grinding where I could not take off. So it's like you get the allotted holiday day off or whatever and for me I would always have to drive down from the city to the shore area and our parents are separated so we would have to make four stops and by time you you know drive everywhere me my back is messed up I'm tired I'm fading you got to stay sober it's 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 not fun but you want to give everybody the proper time you want to you know, see everyone, this person has gifts for you, they want you to see their friend or their neighbor. So my wife and I spent, I think, a good like six Christmases doing the like runaround, even for Thanksgiving too. And then once like 2020 came, we decided we were just going to take trips like Mexico. And like I just came from London and Amsterdam. But I feel like I have defeated my childhood now. I'm a grown man out here in these streets. I hosted my family in PA. We a year ago, decided that we wanted the, like, log cabin vibe. And uh, my wife found a nice Airbnb about two hours away that we drove to. And it was great. These people must have experience with hosting. There was instructions everywhere. Everything was, like, remote controlled. Very easy to, uh, you know, stay in for Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas Day and then be out the next day. And it was a good experience. I was glad that we did it a year in advance, could put the money to uh, to the side to just, like, plan and prepare and have food and games and activities and stuff, and I had a great Christmas. Might might be the best Christmas I've had in a long time. And it's not about gifts. I, don't, I couldn't tell you the best gift. I really told, you know, my family don't get me gifts. It's, it's like, I've graduated from that. That's why I said. I've defeated my childhood. I don't even care about a present anymore. I get myself what I want. I get myself what I need. But what I wanted was... Peace and happiness. And I know that's hard to come by on the holidays. Somebody in your family is going to pick a fight with somebody. Somebody's going to bring up the past. Somebody's going to just say something at the table that pisses everybody off. I avoided that this year. I had a holly jolly Christmas, so I hope you did too. Keep McPherson on the fan. Now let's talk about what we're supposed to talk about. Sports. Leading off, the New York Jets. Gang Green. Rob Sala and uh, Gotham City Football. They're still in it. Like That's the thing with the Jets. Never say die. These guys will not go away. Mathematically, they are not out of it. 
technically, if they control their own destiny, they go and beat the Seattle Seahawks, which I think is a winnable game. And then they beat Miami, who doesn't have their starting quarterback. Like, we'll see. I think they need a little help here and there, but they're still in the hunt. And after all of this, right, the Jets should not be in it. The Jets have lost, what, four games in a row? They should not be in it. But they still are. So with all that said, five games in a row. You lose five games. No, they 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 won that Bears game. That's what it was. So they lost four out of their last five games. No, they lost four in a row, but they lost five out of their last six. So when you lose like that and you're still in the hunt, that's crazy. Maybe it is destiny. Maybe it is their year to end the drought. I didn't see it. I was already thinking about, hey, you might as well lose out, have a top maybe 15 draft pick. Uh, you might end up picking a quarterback again. Who knows? But Jets fans, how do you feel? I feel like it was so dark, man. Peter Schwartz was on the fan after me last Thursday, and I, I listened to him a little bit on the ride home and even a little longer while I was home just to hear the emotion of, of Jets fans calling the fan. That's what the fan is for on a night like that. Call up and vent. Tell us how you felt, what you saw at MetLife. And shout out to you if you actually sat through that rain and that cold, that's another thing with this past weekend. It was dumb cold. Like, where I was in Lake Harmony, Pennsylvania, it was like four degrees Christmas Eve night, I think. So I'm glad I, I made that move. But anyway, if you were at MetLife last Thursday in the rain and you experienced that, I, I felt bad. I heard a caller call up and say that they threw Zach Wilson jerseys on the field. Like, fans that showed up in their Wilson jerseys, they were done. There's no coming back from that. And I saw the post game with this kid. He looked shook, and he held it together for the post game like a man, but he definitely cried in the car. That's tough. Keith McPherson on the fan. Jets fans, call me up. Let's talk about it. And first off, we're going to go to Tommy in New Hyde Park on the fan. What's up, Tom? Yo, Keith, you're funny. I feel like you're sitting in my living room, and we're watching a game together. You're That's like, how it's supposed to feel. That's how it's supposed to be. We're all hanging out, just talking. Yeah, I know. And then when you drive, yeah, you got to be sober. Now, now I'm 61 years old and fighting cancer six years. I give my wife the keys and I'm drinking honey. This time. <laughs> she drive. already knows. She already knows. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do you think about the match? This Korea injury. What is it? It's a. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's you know they're looking at this plate in his ankle and they're saying, okay. hey, where? What is this going to turn into in four years? In five years? This guy oh. is 28. But when he's over 30, your body changes. Maybe that's an issue. He's got the back issue. He missed some time this past season. It's just it's just not a smart investment. Oh, I didn't I didn't know I had, he had a plate in his ankle. Yeah, he's got a plate in his ankle and oh, supposedly God. it's from years ago before his career. Uh more talk popped up, popped up about it because supposedly he like, you know, took a cleat to it or it moved last yep. year or the year before, but like I don't know. Scott Boris will tell you that he's perfectly fine. Well, of course they want the money. So what do you think we're gonna do with him? Let him go? I think I think he's gotta he's gotta swallow his pride a little bit. This guy, the last two years, have has wanted to be a three hundred million dollar man. He's wanted to sign that big deal of his career to give him generational wealth. But hey, as it stands right now, two teams have flagged your physical. As it stands right now, you had three fifty. Now it's down to three fifteen. You might just have to come down. I just I walked in here. I saw Paulie. I said five years. They might be able to give him five years, but they're they're in win now mode. So really, it's like a two three year deal 
like he just signed with Minnesota last year that he's not going to want to do. He just did it last year and opted out for yeah, bigger but, money. But he, can he play? He's going to be healthy enough. Yeah, yeah, he can play. He played last year. But, like, right. the thing is, you can't tie yourself to this guy until he's 40, and this plate and other things could potentially stop him from being on the field. That's dead money for real at the end of that contract. Exactly. Uh, what about the Jets with um, – is Mike White healthy? Because I know about rib injuries. I broke my yeah. ribs a couple times, and it took, hey, took a long – He should have a flat like jacket on like, like Jalen Hurts wears. They got to bandage him up. They got to pad him up. And if that man can walk, he's the starting quarterback right now. You got no other option. No better option with literally the season on the line again. You're still alive. You could have been mathematically out. He's got to play, and he wants to play. And I hope Geno Smith don't, like, light us up. Yeah, revenge game. I don't think he really can. I think we've seen the best of Geno, and I think it was early on in the season. And then they got enough film on, you know, the the Seahawks and – he hasn't really been that effective, even with Metcalf and Lockett and a couple good right. tight ends out there, Noah Fan and Will Disley. Like he hasn't, he hasn't killed it. He's been a good quarterback. He's been middle of the pack, but he's not the guy that's gonna like. He's not gonna torch this Jets defense for three mm-hmm. touchdowns in the air, three hundred yards. No, I agree, but I'm worried about Mike being like worried about his ribs getting hit and staying there. He's gonna be, but I think he's a tough kid. And we saw that in Buffalo. He's going to take hits, and they got to protect him. They got to run plays that protect him. You can't have it where a linebacker is running free and tattooing him. He's going to fight. He's going to play, and the Jets are a little bit better with him on the field. Thanks for the call, Tommy. Let's keep the conversation talking about the Jets, right? Let's keep the conversation going. Mike White is going to play. That's what you want as a Jets fan, right? This little Zach Wilson experiment for the second time that's not what you wanted you wanted Mike White to come in from that Bears game and finish out the season but he gets hurt and you got to go back to Zach and and what do you expect Robert Sala and the organization to say and do that is a young man that they had eyes for no one made them take him number two overall so he's healthy they activate him again but they deactivated him they had this guy in a hood on the sideline and Joe Flacco is not the answer. We've gone over that a bunch of times, but he'll be your second-string guy. He is a, a worst-case scenario guy. I'm telling you, when I saw Chris Streveler last week, I'm like, okay, how come they have a package of plays for this guy to go 10 of 15, for this guy to get first downs, for this guy to be effective against an NFL defense? There's no package of plays for ZW. There's no package of plays for your number two quarterback in year two that he likes. That's the whole thing with an offensive coordinator and a quarterback. You get together and say, hey, what do you like to run? What'd you like to run in college? And I don't want to spend time talking on on this kid tonight. I really don't. But when I saw Streveler, I'm like, in a week's time, they activated him from the practice squad to being ready to play. And as a safety valve, as a last resort, they're going to him in that game, and he actually was moving the ball. Too little, too late, whatever. He wasn't able to punch it in on the one great drive he had. But how come they didn't have that done for the other guy? Well, it's weird with Streveler because he was trash throwing the ball. He can't throw. He can't. He's not a quarterback. He's Tim Tebow. When he's they, Tim signed, Tebow, him, he's not they a quarterback. signed him as an extra arm in camp, a camp arm doesn't have to be the best arm. It's just got to be a guy to throw reps. I remember when I was at JMU, sometimes I'd show up hungover the passes I was throwing, wobbly, ducks off target. I had a coach roast me and say, hey, this is good for our receivers. It's bad ball practice. 
you get practice against, you know, yep. air catching bad balls. That's what Chris Streveler Tip was. Trail. Sure. Right. Like a quarterback that's not going to hit you in stride on time in the numbers. He had he had Uzama wide open down the field. He threw it 25 yards short. Because he I can't. Know, he's not that. Because he's, he's not a quarterback. Yeah, he's not So the, the, the package of plays was fine, honestly. It makes it made sense with it, when they were expecting bad weather. It turned out to be like fine. And it just showed you how all how bad Zach Wilson is. That right? Because Zach Wilson has legs. He can do what Chris Streveler does. He but nah. I don't know if he can by, run. He's fast in the open field, right. but Streveler is running, looking for contact. That's why I called him Tim Tebow. He's lowering the shoulder. He looked like a rugby player. Right? Because he knows he, he he knows he's not. He can't be a quarterback in this league. I guess that's. But fair. what you said about Zach is right. He must be that loss. There's there's not a set of plays that he's comfortable with. No, I there's think not a set of plays that he's comfortable with against zone, against man, against any defense going out there and being able to complete and run. I said it last night because I was on for a few hours. He is he he's lost right now. Zero confidence, battered and bruised. I don't know if the Jets are going to give up on him yet because he's that that pick has such high value. Like monetarily and everything and he's else. under contract and for I, another so, year. And what like, are you going to get for him? You're going to get a what a fifth or sixth conditional, which is ridiculous. You might and well- then and then give the kid three years somewhere else, and all of a sudden he grows as a man. He gets out of New York City. Right. He does have enough reps and film watching where he's starting to get this it. The is game I, is slowing down, and then what? So this is what a caller like brought up to me like early this morning, is that would it make sense if somehow. The Jets pry Rodgers away from Green Bay, and you have Wilson sit behind Rodgers for two years. Just Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers never playing in another uniform, in my opinion. He had the opportunity to go somewhere last year. That's why Nathaniel Hackett got the job in Denver. They thought that would help them lure Aaron Rodgers away. Instead, they end up with Russell. Poor Nate Hackett, (laughs) and it's not even poor Nate. it's, it's, no, good for him. He can go join Sean Payton's crew, right? Didn't they say Vic Fangio is going to be his defensive coordinator? Hey, well, I'll be your offensive coordinator. That, uh, the, uh, the people who own the uh, the Broncos now, they're going to be like Steve Cohn of the NFL because it's the Walmart money. They're going to offer Sean Payton $50 million a year, and they're going to be like, all right, if you have the guts to turn down $50 million a year, good for you. But here's $50 million, Here's the keys to the kingdom. You do what you want. You bring in who you want. Go. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get. We'll, we'll figure this out. But I we'll want you there. to lead this team. We'll, we'll get there. That conversation is going to come up sometime after, like you know, Black Monday when the coaches are all fired and uh, we go into the new uh, you know off season or whatever. But back to the Jets now. Mike White, the guy that a lot of fans are saying he's the guy we've been waiting for a quarterback. He's the franchise guy. He's a ten year guy. Well, here's your audition for real. If you go out there coming back from broken ribs and you win two games. One against the Seahawks and one against the Dolphins, who aren't really even, you know, top competitors right now. But Specifically it was, with the Tua stuff going on. So the Seahawks you're have been have Teddy free there. And I think they, I mean, the Jets' defense has tapered off a little bit. I saw Rich Samini just put this out. And it's funny because we spend so much time talking about the quarterback position. Rich Samini put on Twitter, the QB situation gets the most attention. But the Jets' defense has also slipped during this four-game losing streak. How they rank in expected points added week 1 to 12, they were second. Week 13 to 16, they were 22nd. That's a huge difference from how you started the season to how you're ending the season. And, yeah, I I get it. Oh, Zach Wilson, nobody believes in him. Mike White gives them a spark. Sure, whatever. Like, whatever. You still got to play. You still got to go out there and handle your job and your position. It can't be all on one 23-year-old kid. Well, what I heard is the reason 
they ha- gave up all those drives is because Zach Wilson keeps having three and outs, and they're on the field 75% of the game, so they get tired. Yeah, that, that's the. I heard and, that too. I heard my sauce was like, "Oh, it's nice to get to chill for a bit." But you know right. what? I said this about that game too, and I wasn't on air. I, I put this on my Instagram, and shout out to all the people that followed me on Instagram and got me to 10k verified, right? And verified. Bing bong. Look at you. Look at you turning <laughs> into a star in front of our very eyes. Not verified late, bro. on Instagram. Verified on Twitter. Well, uh, verified on Twitter made sense. That happened when I got on MLB Network. MLB Network saw to it that I wouldn't be the only host unverified. It, you know. Doesn't look valid. You got to know people, right? I mean, hey, I'm an unknown. I'm an unknown guy. Not so anymore. When I, well, I guess not now. Not, not anymore. Whatever. I still feel un- unknown. Um, so when I went to MLB Network, they reached out and got it done. Boom. On Twitter. Didn't happen on Instagram. And I even applied on Instagram. You can go and apply for verification. I applied twice. Didn't happen. My guy Maz works at Metaverse, Facebook, Instagram. He saw me go out and basically challenge myself the last month of this year December 1st came I said yo I'm just gonna create more content I'm gonna post more I'm you know post on my story we're gonna try and get from you know 9900 to 10,000 and hopefully by the end of this month get a verified badge done that got done but for people that follow me on Instagram you saw I took Quinn and Williams dressed up as the Grinch okay if you want to walk into the stadium dressed as the Grinch full-on green face paint Cool. That's fine. That's how you decided to arrive from your home to the stadium. But Robert Sala let this guy go out on the field in front of the cameras, a nationally televised game on Amazon Prime, no one else playing, the whole world watching. You let him go on the field and do warm-ups as the Grinch? For what? Does that help you win? I was I was honestly bothered by that. Bart Scott uh, called that out too. And then when you had, you know, uh, CJ Uzama showing up, as the uh, bunny from A Christmas Story and some other guys in different costumes. I'm like, it's one thing to keep it light and to keep it loose and to keep it fun. It's another thing to lock in and know your season's on the line and you've got a kid at quarterback that needs all the help that he can get. That means all of you have to be better around him. I don't know. I felt like with the Mike White t-shirts and even the social media stuff with guys liking tweets, Elijah Moore putting a picture of, of himself throwing, I'm like, Robert Sala does not have control of this locker room. I don't care how good you thought the defense was. They started to go south when all that extra stuff came into play. Hyping up Mike White. And, uh, you know, obviously Zach Wilson brought it on himself. I don't feel bad for Zach Wilson. Pride always goes before the fall, right? As soon as he looked at the media and said, I believe that, you know, no one outside of this locker room knows what they're talking about. Really? Oh, really? No one else played football, watched a couple football games, watched film. It's not hard to analyze you, son. It's not hard to break down your film. But anyway, Zach Wilson and the Jets this year, like that's the story of the Jets this year. If Mike White is able to win these next two games and end the drought, then he becomes the story. And then we don't have to spend every night talking about Zach Wilson sucks, Zach Wilson sucks, Zach Wilson sucks. Okay, it's cooked. It's done. Mike White, go be the guy. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yeah. What up? Shout out to you wherever you are tuning in to 1019 FM. Keith McPherson on the fan at night. 
Shout out to Paulie and Connor. Spike sent us an email. Nighttime. <laughs> End of the year. Looking good year to year. I'll know. I'll take it. The numbers are up. <laughs> it's all the Yankees and the Nets and Monday night football, Thursday night football. Ratings. <laughs> Ratings are up, Paulie. You did it, bro. Good stuff, man. Glad to be on your team, bro. It's all you. You man. and Connor. I, I, I'm, I, I'm just uh, I'm just a cog in the Keith McPherson wheel, my man. That's nah, all. No, no way. No way. I'm a cog in the WFAN wheel. I was thinking about it when I saw that email. I was like, was I supposed to get you a gift? Was I supposed to get Connor a gift? As like, I have two producers at night. Sometimes I have Fleegs. Sometimes I have Brian. Sometimes I have Rascona or McKeon. Yeah. So do I get everybody a gift, or do I just get you and Connor a gift? I still got time. Yeah, Paulie's gonna make sure. He, <laughs> he's gonna be like, no, you just just get me and Connor a gift because if you gotta get two gifts, we'll get a better gift than five different gifts. But yeah, I thought about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm still rookie out here. Like last it's year. You, 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 honestly, you know what I would do? I would ask. Uh, I I would get the boss man's opinion. See what yeah, he I'll ask Spike. I asked Spike about you know? it when I talked to Spike this week. Was I supposed to get them a gift? I don't want to be the guy that like is like cheaping out and not getting a gift. I know everybody gets a gift that like works together though. Like. Tommy, C-Mac get a gift from Craig and Evan. They literally work together and make the show. Uh, I pretty much make my own show. You guys obviously produce the show, but I come in with my notes on what we're going to talk about. And, you know, you're great. Connor's great. Everybody's great. But I've done this with, like, eight different producers this year. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's an interesting thing because last year I worked Thanksgiving Eve. I worked Christmas Eve. I worked New Year's Eve. So I wasn't even off, and I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know to take off because I was trying to like earn my my stripes and like carry my weight and not, uh, you know, ask for for a break. But either way, here we are, end of another year, a great year. Uh, we've had some great moments on the fan. There's more to come uh, as we get to the new year. Happy holidays to everyone. Hopefully you're doing well, and uh, hopefully it's going well. Maybe you're off. Maybe you're kicking back and listening to the radio. Uh, it was cool. We had. Daniel McCartan on 10 to 2, Tommy and C Mac on after them. Then me, I was like, this is like the future of the fan right here. Look at that. And you, you're coming up next. I'm on after you. South should be coming up next because they're probably going to break that Carlos Correa news one way or the other. Well, and I it's was, going to fall on you again. I was lucky enough to be on the air last Wednesday. So I'm hoping now I'm only, I'm, uh, only up to 2 a.m. after you tonight. So we'll see if I can get it done. Is right. Sal on in the morning again? Because he was morning, on with Reco right. and CeeLo yeah. this morning. So yeah. he's okay, cool. So the entire week, I believe it's going to be Danielle on the overnights the rest of the week. Okay. Get after it, coach. And let's get after these calls. I got to go faster. I've only taken one call. Let's try and get a couple calls in before we go to the top of the hour and the break, the update. Josh is in the Bronx. My guy, you're back on the fan. I'm telling you, Keith. Uh, hope you enjoyed your rest. So if you're going to take off from now until... Going into 2023, have a happy new year, my No, man. I'm back tomorrow. I'm back the next day. Okay. Uh, Friday is up in the air. My my wife yeah. made New Year's plans okay. that I'm trying to maneuver or whatnot. I don't know if I have to travel Saturday morning or if it'd be best to travel okay. Friday night. But I'm so, not on late if I'm on Friday. So Okay, so we'll just listen and then we'll carry it into the next week and take yep. it from there, my man, you know? Yep. But I, I just want to... You know, I wanted to talk about the Giants, but you know what? I, I want to go to the 
to the nuts very quickly. Mm. You know, I wonder if Jack Vaughn is going to pull another one of those rests like he did in that Indianapolis series. If they if they can get in the first place, I tweeted um, the Nets radio last night. I said, so good, so good, maybe second. And what do you think about first? Yeah. So yeah. if the Nets know, lock up the one seed, <laughs> oh, oh man, let me let me well, let me not uh, get too far ahead of myself. I know, but the way Kyrie was playing in the fourth quarter, when oh, yeah. Durant was on the bench for the first seven and a half. Oh yeah, that's by design. Out, man. <laughs> yep. I, I was thinking of you. I was going crazy with the Brooklyn Nets last night. Uh, you know, especially in that fourth quarter, just hanging on for dear life. It's fun to watch, even against yeah. a competitive team like the Cavaliers that made it interesting. The yeah. Nets closed it out. They're thirteen and two in clutch games. They're not losing those close games yeah. down the stretch. They have closers. But one more thing about about the Jets, and I'm going to tie the Giants in with this with this Ben McAdoo scenario when they were playing the Oakland Raiders back back at that time when you know when John Mara wanted um, Ben. Ben McAdoo to put in that rookie, you know, not Geno Smith. He said, oh, we got a plan for Geno. What? What's going on here? And then they lose to the Oakland Ra- You know, mm-hmm. I hope the Jets give it to Geno, man. I really do, man. Fingers yeah, crossed. I hope they beat Geno up. I hope Geno looks like uh, the <laughs> Geno that played here in New York. I wish him no luck against the Jets. Yep. I hope they roll in the Jamal Adams Bowl. Yep, thank you for taking my call. Keith. Thanks for the call, Josh. Hey, and have man. a great one, man. You too. Love Happy holidays. The callers. Okay, bye. Appreciate the support on air and online. Josh, you're the man. So from old Josh to young Josh in Passaic. What's up, kid? Yo, Keith, what up? You know, hosting. Good to be back. Little break, but uh, didn't take the whole week off. I'll be here for the next couple of days, and there's a lot to talk about. And with Daniel Jones, obviously he had a good game against the Vikings. We also have to remember the Colts put up 30 points in the first half versus the Vikings. Matt Ryan didn't look bad. And uh, all the excuses about he doesn't have the weapons, he doesn't have the weapons. I mean, look at Justin Fields, right? He's in his second year. What weapons does he have? He doesn't uh, have a good team, and he still manages to put up points. I don't know. He's got two running backs, and they did get him some receiver. Like, he's got – and I know they weren't effective, but they did trade for Chase Claypool. He's got uh, St. Brown. Uh, he's got Mooney. He's got another guy. He's got Cole Komet. And then David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, like he, he just didn't have an offensive line, and they definitely didn't have any defense. Traded away their best players on defense. But, no, I'm with you. Daniel Jones, though, we I feel like if I go back to the tape, C-Mac and I said if there was ever a week, right, because C-Mac talked about this guy doesn't throw for more than 200 yards. If there ever was a week to do it, that was the week. The Giants coaches, coaches put them in position to, to do that. They were in position to win. But you know what? Like I said, they played into the Vikings' hands, and that's just how it goes. A 61-yard field goal to beat you, 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 know, you never know. That that one falls short. They could win in overtime. But, no, Daniel Jones is the guy. Uh, he will be back as the quarterback of the Giants. Look at this year. I know Giants fans were not expecting this year to go this way, but they're in. Winning, winning you're in, and they should not lose to the Colts in MetLife Stadium this weekend. That should be a party. If they do lose, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. There you go. Hi, Keith. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, young Josh. For the Giants fans listening, like you're, you have a first-year head coach, and the start that you had, everybody was saying he's coach of the year, coach of the year, coach of the year, and then kind of faltered a bit. Nick Sirianni came up as coach of the year, coach of the year, coach of the year, but 
Let's see what happens with the Eagles the rest of the way. The NFC is interesting. I mean, I'm looking at the Giants. I thought they were cooked a couple weeks ago. It was like they didn't win a game in the division. They didn't win a game in December. They had gone cold. The only thing they were able to manage was a tie in a whole month. But there's something to be said about culture. There's something to be said about the voices in the room, the leadership in the room. Brian Dable has been the same. Wink Martindale has been the same. Kafka, you don't hear as much from him, but I'm sure he's been the same. They've been consistent with their preparation, their approach. They didn't always get the same results. But, I mean, here they are this weekend. You can't have a letdown. You're in, but you got to lock it in. So go win that game at home. Maybe get some guys off their feet. And uh, it's the first of the month. You can have a nice little party from the tailgate into Giant Stadium and celebrate the first year of Joe Shane and Brian Dable, which, like, Looks like they're going to be at this for a while, right? Giants fans, they could honestly be at this for the next decade if they show you what you know they did this year with better talent. Like, if they're able to draft like we expect them to be able to draft, they did it in Buffalo. If they're able to make a, a couple moves with the cap, David Gettleman, you know, every year you'll get further away from that. We'll see. We'll see. But I just look at them as like, these guys surprised the whole NFL And the Giants were ready to bring back Joe Judge. And fans called the fan and demanded it. I always reference that. My first night, they fired Jason Garrett. And I said, that's not going to be enough. That's a pound of flesh for right now. (laughs) Joe Judge? Joe Judge was looking like Robert Sala. Saying stuff to the media at the podium. Like, what are you talking about, bro? You were not going to give up on a kid. Everybody gave up on him. You you can't say it because you're the coach. You know, Joe Shane... um, Joe Shane, Joe Judge, you know, he had a lot coming out of his mouth that we weren't sure of. But either way, Giants fans got to be happy with the way that this season went. Uh, You're going to be in the playoffs. Win this game and party and celebrate it and enjoy the holidays. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to go to the break and the update right now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 